0: The Celtic Festival at Lorient in Brittany was started in 1971. Originally it was concerned only with Breton pipe bands and in its first year attracted only one or two bands from Ireland and Scotland. There have been many changes in the nine years. This year, from August the 3rd until August the 12th, about 200,000 people came to the town. There were seven pipe bands, 40 folk groups, choirs and dance groups. Also, there were exhibitions of Celtic arts and crafts and a seminar on the Breton language and on the archaeology of Brittany. The purpose of the festival at Lorion is the development and promotion of Celtic culture. The budget runs to about £150,000 and they get this money from entrance fees, sponsors, local businessmen, industrialists and the urban and regional councils. The central government does not finance it in any way. All participants are brought and kept free of charge and have free entry to all the events. The official Irish contingent this year numbered 134, and the Irish organisers were Sean O 'Coran and Con O'Connell. Con O'Connell, who has been prominently associated with the Pan Celtic Festival in Killarney, also founded in 1971, has been involved with the Breton Festival almost from the beginning.
1: We asked him why Lorion became the venue. Well, uh, all I can give for that is, I suppose, my own opinion is uh, the Breton Pipe Band Championships was important to Brittany and uh, they seem to stay based uh, in one centre. Uh, In Ireland, for instance, we have the All-Ireland Pipe Band Championships which are held in different centres, alternatively north and south of the border. But here they tended to have been held in Brest over the years and I think due to organisation problems perhaps and financial problems that uh, you know, they were having some problems in Brest, and Lorient offered to take, run them for a year or a couple of years. So they have been in Lorient since. I would imagine Lorient was chosen from the fact that the president of the Breton Pipe Band Association, Paul Ignagere, is uh, living here in Lorient. So I presume he was influential in getting support in Lorient for the organising of it. <laughs>
0: Now, you mentioned the influence of Pan-Celtic on the festival here in Lorient and the fact that they began in the same year and that there has been an interchange of ideas consistently throughout the years. What has been the Irish influence here in the town of Lorient through the people who have come
1: here, the musicians and folk singers and so on? I think the influence has been great, uh, not only in Lorient, but throughout Brittany, is that the image of Ireland as a cultural country. Traditional music is very popular here. Irish piping is very popular here. Uh, particularly, I must say, the Illion pipes. Uh, this year for the first time we're introducing traditional singing. This is a new sphere. We don't know yet how it will... It shows
0: the
1: Macanamara. It shows the But I think the, of all the delegations here, I would imagine that the Irish are the most popular. They love the Irish music. They absolutely adore Irish dancing. And we have the Kawi folk dancers here. We had them this year, or last year, and uh, as a result of the popularity we brought them back again the second year. They absolutely adore them. Uh, This influence obviously has made uh, Irish music popular, has made Irish groups popular, and this is a great showpiece for Irish groups, bands, dancers, and many of them are invited back, many of them are invited to other events and other places as a result of being in Lorient.
0: Of the Irish groups who attended this year's festival, there could be little doubt as to which one was the most popular the Cossettig, a group drawn from a well-known musical family, the Cassidy family. The high standard of music, preparation and presentation was appreciated by the large numbers who attended their concerts.
2: Alan <laughs> McFadden,
3: We're
4: finish with a real, very, gay,
2: the mason's apron.
5: Maneur... Huh? I was
3: supposed to be mentioned show him. For the year, we're on real, very vivant.
5: we uh, Thank <laughs> you.
0: You've mentioned the influence that Irish musicians and folk singers have had uh, coming here. Has uh, the festival here in Lorient influenced any of the people who have come here wh- to in the organising of their own festivals when they go back? Because the organisation
1: here is pretty impressive. Uh, it is. I am afraid to say that uh, I doubt very much that it has had any great influence on organisation, particularly in Ireland. Uh, because there is no comparison, literally, between any festival in Ireland and the festival here in in size, in organisation. Uh, it would be nice if a lot of the organisers in Ireland of festivals could come here and uh, see what it's all about. Uh, in you know, in a few years, in '71, the scope of this festival has grown out of all proportions. Uh, we have had people from Killarney, obviously, over here and have seen it. But it boils down to um, finance, I think, as well as organisation. And the amount of finance needed to do something as, like what is being done here is unbelievable.
0: Under a system of twinning Irish and French towns, Lorient is the twin city of Galway. And this year, the mayor of Galway, the county manager and other dignitaries were invited to the festival. Lord Mayor, what do you see as the um, relationship between Lorient and uh, Galway? What well, is it you're about?
4: Well, basically, I suppose it's, a, it's a, primarily at this stage, I think it's an effort to, to build up a, a cultural attachment between the two cities. Uh, they are very much like Galway in that they're a seaside. They're very heavy into the fishing industry. Galway is not... Uh, quite on the same scale as they are but it's potentially the same type of thing that we could possibly get into but basically at this time we have been observing the uh, Celtic cultural activity that have been here for this week in Loria and we'd hope that from this that we might use it as the first step to strengthening the ties between the two cities because we have been twinned uh, for five years now and we've had delegations back and over, and we've had uh, sporting people back and over. So I think it's at a a stage now where we can move forward to something more concrete, and we'd hope that we might strengthen the the cultural and the Celtic thing possibly as a beginning. Seamus Keating, what is the
0: role of the county manager in this whole twinning and the connection between two towns, one in Brittany and Galway?
6: I think it's largely a question of <coughs> implementing the ideals and the objectives which the Mayor has just outlined for you. Uh, he has said that we are twinned for approximately five years and during this time much of the communication has been rather informal. Uh, it hasn't derived from a very sophisticated organizational structure. We feel and we have seen that the uh, twinning is worthwhile. The uh, areas of interest as between the two peoples are quite wide. They offer tremendous scope for satisfaction in, as between the two peoples. And I personally feel that the administrative structures of the two cities should be brought closer together. That the officers of the city of Lorion should be acquainted with the offices of the city of Galway, and vice versa. And through this kind of contact and through a better organisational system for implementing the twinning objectives, I think that uh, we could move forward.
0: We are an island people, and a uh, large number of people would say that, uh, in fact, we are very insular. Insular, say, in our political thinking, insular in uh, culturally as well. We are very introverted. Uh, Could you see some possibility for breaking down this insularity in this
6: twinning? Yes, um, I've personally been quite surprised at the interest in the Celtic culture, which is in evidence in this city this week. Um, We have tended as an insular people to think that we are the custodians of Celtic culture. Uh, We perhaps have been in the sense of language, We certainly have not a monopoly of of cultural uh, skills and interests in the other fields like the dancing and the Breton music that we've heard here. Uh, I see a tremendous rapport building up between the two peoples, a rising out of the music and a rising out of the culture. To me it has been a revelation, it has been very exciting. I can see much of the Celtic spirit, I can see much of the Celtic personality. Coming through yesterday in the people that we saw performing in the stadium, uh, coming through as regards the performance of the people on the streets. We've had something like this ourselves at home in the flag Kyo, where you have gaiety on the street, you have good music on the street, and people in general uh, are entering into the spirit of the music and the activity. Uh, it's remarkable how similar. Uh, ...has been the performance of the people in the streets here... ...and that in my mind was a strong evidence of the cultural bond... ...which exists between us, probably deriving from a common heritage.
5: Well, uh, the group is uh, Corrigan et Arlan, ...a Britain group from uh, Van, near Van... ...and uh, the first song is about... Uh, sailor, ...it's a sailor song... ...about boats, we came at the port... ...and girls, we, we come on the boats for to to see uh, what they, they want to sail, and uh, the sailors love uh, the girls, and uh, the boat uh, goes with the girls on the boat.
6: La ville, pas bonne la vie, de prier. Trois femmes sont roulés marchandées, bible les marins au bon marigné. Trois femmes sont roulées marchandées, elle bive les marins au bon Et La plus jeune a, la vie roularitaine, la plus jeune a, le pied léger. La plus jeune a, la légonaritaine, la plus jeune a, le pied léger.
1: Different groups of dancers and singers um, and pipe bands that we have here over the years, I think it has been an eye-opener to them to see uh, the interest here in traditional music, uh, not just Irish music, but indeed the interest the Breton people have in their own traditional music, the other Celtic countries as well, Scotland, Wales. Uh, I think we in Ireland have the idea that uh, you know, we are the custodians, custodians of culture and tradition and um, as a country, you know, we feel as an independent country that, uh, you know, nobody can compare with us. But when you come to a place like this and see the interest everybody has in their culture as well as in Irish culture, I think the groups got back... It's quite impressive. With a, ...with a different view.
0: Now, the the parades yesterday, the parade on Sunday yesterday was tremendously impressive altogether. Colourful, uh, well-organised, beautiful pageant... How does that compare with, or do I need to ask the question, it doesn't
1: really compare with Irish parades at all? No, I don't think any Irish uh, parade could uh, compare themselves with the parade here yesterday. My impression of it is that any of the Irish parades are very commercially orientated. Um, Their organisation is not great. Uh, Yet when you look at the parade here, it seems very technical, very highly organised. Uh, There are two things about it. One, it is so natural. Uh, It just happens The groups are there. The other thing is there is no sign whatever of any commercialism. They are just pipe bands, folk groups, dance groups, some of them performing, all the musicians, of course, playing along the parade. And uh, nothing else. You have just thousands of people parading there uh, in a quite simple manner, yet very impressive, yet very smoothly.
0: Undoubtedly, the weather yesterday and the weather the other night in the stadium was no end of help to the overall effect of beautiful weather, beautiful costumes. You couldn't do that in Killarney. You couldn't uh, set aside the Fitzgerald Stadium and say, we're going to have an outdoor concert here tonight because, well, it could rain from the heavens. Indeed, Killarney is a great town for rain. How do you come around that?
1: Uh, Yes, uh, this is... uh, uh, a major asset, I suppose, to the organisers here in Lorient is that you have the weather practically guaranteed. Uh, in my number of years coming here, we have never cancelled anything as a result of weather. You obviously cannot have major outdoor events anywhere in Ireland, not to mention Killarney, um, because of the, the, the weather situation. However, you know, prior to having the major outdoor events here, we had, in the early years, many of these concerts indoor, and, again, this is something, you know, that the Irish people should look at, is that the municipal authorities here make available their facilities, their buildings, to the festival organisers, free of charge. So there's great concrete support from the authorities, and, for instance, there's pallet of Congre here, where thousands of people are fed per day, yet that area is transformed at night into a cabaret centre. And upstairs over that, in the same building... You have a great concert hall, where we had many of the finest Irish knights, Scottish knights, and what have you, over the years, and indeed big inter-Celtic concerts as well. Fine stage, fine auditorium to look after the people.
0: Yes, uh, the central government here in France are not, in fact, very favourably disposed towards Breton culture or towards the Breton language, while we have a government who, well, outwardly, verbally, say they have great sympathy for the culture of the
1: country. Yeah, This is very interesting, is that Breton culture and indeed regional cultures are not really helped in France because it's, they really want just the, the French authorities, uh, French image, and uh, they do not encourage greatly the uh, uh, what they call the minority cultures. Uh, yet when you compare that with Ireland where we have our own independent Irish-Gaelic uh, government which uh, are, give at least give lip service and officially politically uh, promote and foster the Irish language, Irish culture, Irish music. Yet when it comes to organising some event, you can get plenty of um, municipal support in the various centres for cultural events and for the Celtic festivals. In Ireland, you don't get that. So you know, what should happen is that if the politicians in Ireland and those who say you know, our culture must be supported, uh, it should be backed up with the type of concrete support which uh, they get in places like Lorient.
5: The first thing i in of the amorgn hät i nii chasulee miteralabn aber wie mein alle brnorge verschachtene august bi and cem am august wisang gemein boloropschin august in zemerki nei
0: the <ihunting of LegislatureWouldless Casals> Horan
5: <hums> Well, it happened to me an Marquis Long, Egen Arm, Down, Kirushkale, and Down, Marimshikas and Down, Nenot, August Heme, Nah, Augusto of the the Love, Tanya was August Tanya was a and
7: Oron. Better music is a uh, modal character. That's um, a survival of um, music of Europe the Middle Age and we have exactly the same characteristic of the European ro- European music of the Middle Age now in Brittany. And uh, we have eleven different modes um scales you know but that's for the songs for the pipes it's not possible to play all the scales only three Two or three, four maybe, for the best pipers. And um, for the di- instruments, different instruments, classic in- instruments like f- 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 fiddle, uh, clarinet, or, and so on, is necessary to have a, a partition right by a composer. The um, popular music I- in Brittany. Is vocal and um, pipes. We have pipes and bombard. The first instrument in in is a bombard, and um, the second to accompany the bombard is a biniou. Uh, the biniou is a old, very back by very old back pipe on small, but from since. Uh, um, 1895. We use now in Brittany the bagpipe of the Highlands, the Highland bagpipe. And uh, during the war, we found in, in Brittany a piban association, and uh, we have now about sixty pibans uh, in Brittany from thirty years. The, a part of them. Uh, seven of them are in the first grade. Uh, six in the second grade. Seven in third grade, and the last is uh, in the fourth grade. <laughs>
0: Colleague is president of the Breton Pipe Band Association and an expert on Breton music, customs and dances.
7: The Breton dance the, uh, is necessary to know the situation of the peninsula. We are far from the, um, the ways uh, the troops used during the wars. We are far from, the, from Europe, it's the far west of Europe, and nobody come here. Uh, it's because the, the tunes and the dances of the people are fixed there from maybe a thousand or thousand years, maybe more. And we have seven different steps in Brittany, only three in France. We have these three in Brittany too, but we have four more, four different steps. And we have about 80, 82, 83 different dances in Brittany. A part of them are the collective dance. The people dance uh, the hand in the hand of the neighbor, you know, and that's a very old dance of Brittany. That's it's holding hands. Yes, is um, particularly in the center of Brittany. Every Saturday night, you have a face nose. That's like a Kelly. That's like a Kelly, and there y- you have all the generations. of uh, of the village are there and sometimes uh, the parish priest sometimes the mayor to dance together you have uh, the great father with his wife the father with his wife and the son with his daughter to to dance in the same dance that's uh, we have different names for that dance dance or also Gavotten and that's for me the best dance of Brittany. the dance with um, Figure uh, you understand figure? Figures. Figures, excuse me, poor accent. Th- that's too new in Brittany. That's maybe from the last uh, end of the 17th century or beginning of 18th century when the nobles come from the um, palais of the king in Paris. He danced that in his cast- castle here and the farmers... Uh, copy the novels but that's not Breton, true Breton dances for me
0: Are there any solo dances individual dances?
7: No uh, we have only one but uh, it's finished now since uh, the end of last century it was a dance of the wolf when the, the wolf was around the farm the man put his uh, would choose to play, to dance on the floor, and um, with a noise, the wolf was afraid. But it's only this dance. But we have no more wolves uh, in Brittany since uh, the beginning of the century, and nobody practiced this dance.
0: Tell me something about the costumes. The costumes are very colorful in the parade last Sunday, very colorful, very exciting, beautiful.
7: Yes, each parish, have its costume, traditional costume. That's the typical of the Celts, I think, and the Bretons. It's necessary to be different, for each man will be different all the time. And when you see the map of Brittany, you have rivers to go from the north to the south, on the south coast, to go from the south to the north, on the north coast. And you cut the country in small parts. And in each part of Brittany, you have a costume, different costume. Does a clan like a clan? But now, uh, in 1979, this costume is too expensive because it's uh, uh, the um make with hand, you know, that's very expensive now. And that's not practical, you have, a, a, you said, the, the coiffe, the big coiffe. That the women wear. Yes. To go in a car, with the, that's not uh, easy. And to work is not easy, you know. And uh, they use a lost um, traditional costume, except for the ceremonies, for the First, family is first, like a wedding or uh, when the baby goes for to the church or f- for the baptism, baptism, baptism yeah, and uh, also for when a member of the family is dead, you have the funeral, funeral, that is normal for the old girls to the old women to put the the black dice, only for this occasion, and uh, now on the south coast, it will be finished, it's finished, but on the north coast, I've seen that uh, two or three years ago in a small village.
0: The festival is very diverse, as well as music and dance, there are also sports, golf and tennis, and traditional Breton games.
8: In this festival, we try to get all the Celtic people together, and to have them practice our Breton Breton sports. Uh, these sports, as you know, have been uh, uh, tried in Scotland. We have the heavy pole, we have the lifting the the lifting of the axle, and we've got putting the shot, of course, but that's with uh, 20, pa- uh, 20 kilos. 20 kilos weight and we have as well the tree that was done uh, quite a few years ago in Scotland and uh, we have as well the sack race the grain sack race which is a very difficult thing we have uh, we we have seven uh, games uh, one of the seventh is the uh, typical Irish one it's uh, the tossing of the sheaf which is a very well I think it's particular uh, to Ireland and the east of Brittany.
0: Now, what is the thinking behind this? What is the philosophy?
8: Well, just to be frank, I've got to say for us in Lorient, the most important thing is to have all all the people from the whole of Celtia, all the Celtic people, joining together and do the same sports just for fun so that we can feel we are the same people. I'm not trying to be a racist, I would say, but uh, let's say that we have very strong affinities with Irish people, Scottish, Welsh, Cornish, Manx and Galicians. And we, as Bretons, we feel of the same kind of people. So, we want to do the same sports together, which is, and that is the most important thing being together doing the same thing.
0: The Galicians were one of the most colorful contingents at Lorion. How have the Galicians who have come here enjoyed the festival? Well,
2: I think they've enjoyed themselves very much, but um, it is more important for the person for the people who lead all the disorganization and who are really interested in it Uh, but uh, the people who are dancing here and and uh, playing the pipes and all that they they like it too all they when they are out there they say they, they enjoy themselves but they I think they they like it because they are on holiday and they they can do whatever they want not only because they come dancing here and to to join with other people from other kind of other places like them.
0: But to have a holiday as well. Yeah. Now, in Ireland, a lot of people don't know very much about Galicia.
2: How many people
0: there, for instance, speak the language?
2: In Galicia, you mean? In something like 80%, about 80%. But um, they speak it um, quite a lot because... Uh, they live in the country or mostly the people the farmers and people who live in the country they speak galician mostly but the people who are yeah gallego that's, uh, the people who are in the cities in the urban areas uh, speak mostly castilian now some of them some of them not like 10 percent maybe of that uh, i mean out of that 80 percent Ten percent are living in the in the city, and the other ones live in the country.
0: Do they have a strong sense of being different from Spaniards and feeling that they are independent and way? So
2: we are independent. <laughs> yeah, uh, I think we are not so uh, so st- strong. So we don't feel it so strong as the Basques. Maybe we don't try to do it. for But we there are some. Movements and some people who are trying to to revive all those things, the Gallego, all the language and the culture and all the things now. And I think they are getting very well. Only the the government uh, don't like it, doesn't like it, and they don't. They try not to let us be independent, but we'll try it. <laughs>
0: on ta on Edisha Laurentship nakreknish. What well, not sure it. not the capital fee? Will istile do sport patkar ert town or have agro gari live much the fail and shakh the cathedines the city of Keltahortleela as fail ko learn agro Edisha de law. Ka khul law the law no isnish fee it relates shakin school. I guess in we better their Thomas Macrury, you're an Irish press journalist here at the festival at Lorion. What are your impressions of the festival? It's now practically over.
3: Generally favourable, very enjoyable week, very long and very tiring as most of us know, but good fun. Um, extremely well organised, and yet one gets the impression as my first visit here that perhaps it may be just in danger of getting too big, going steadily out of control, because one detected during the week here and there some little fall down in the lines of communication, and perhaps in very minor things, some cases perhaps very personal things, but yet the information didn't come true of changes, perhaps slight errors in a typed programme, things one would miss. Um, this would seem to indicate, this to me often, is the beginning of an organisation creaking at the seams and perhaps just getting that little bit unwieldy. But surely to be honest about it, if you compare it to Irish festivals... The organisation is superb. Well, I absolutely mean, uh, one hesitates to criticise, but perhaps by mentioning something like this, hoping that it would improve it a little bit. It is ex- extra well organised, with meals and everything else. I wonder how to do it. I find it very hard to understand how they really can do it, but they seem to do an excellent job, but perhaps just overreaching themselves a little bit. On another aspect of it, one of the aims of it is the creating of... Better links and so on between all the Celtic peoples, and on that aspect, I think it is actually falling down. Perhaps we have been too ambitious. We have all the groups to perform. Uh, various groups. The Galicians now are one of the hit groups. Of course, the Irish, are, Irish groups have been excellent, and everybody has liked them. Everybody's liked the Galician that. But we've had very little personal contact with these other people, except the odd time at a meal or something. Now, perhaps the organisers could look into giving us some kind of a forum. Those of us will come again. Uh, for getting this personal contact, to meet the other people, to learn about their cultures, their languages, their music and that, to talk to them on a personal basis where that is possible over certain language barriers.
0: And so came to an end the 1979 Inter-Celtic Festival at Lorion. a remarkable ten days of music, song, dance.